the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always movies. consult with the appropriate advisor before making any but investment or financial planning decision. It. What are you talking about, Mr. Black? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I hated about the Aristocats. The Aristocats. Do you remember that one? Ugh. It introduced young people to the word aristocratic way too early. I like aristocrats. I don't like aristocats. Don't like it. Don't like it. So it's a snooty name. It's, it's you know, it's a gray poupon. I like slightly snooty. It's always been an attractive feature in a person to me. Snoot. There's some companies that are really, really good at being snooty. And how do they show it? They increase their dividends for at least 25 years in a row. And these companies could truly say they've been there, done it. There's 12 aristocrats. Now, I'm going to mess up and say aristocrats instead of aristocrats that uh, really stand out. They yield at least 3.3%, which is well above the S&P 500 norm of about 2% dividend yield for a company. So 3.3 is a lot more than 2, right? Exponentially speaking. So there's a ProShares fund that you can take a look at called the S&P 500 Dividend Aristocats. Meow! And these are special companies. Nine of them had negative total returns over the past year, which means their stock is underperformed the stock market, their stock has underperformed the stock market, but they've paid a dividend and thus eked out a game. Target, Chevron, they're both stocks that are considered aristocrats. <laughs> ExxonMobil has a nice dividend yield, but you're not getting a huge uh, total return on the stock, but you're getting 4%. AT&T, they've raised their dividend every year for the last 25 plus years. 6.2%. So $100 there earns you $6.20. Woohoo! Right? It's rough, but close. So the name, the names of these companies are pretty iconic, right? AT&T, ExxonMobil, Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, Conison Edison, or Consolidated Edison, which is a um, big electric company on the East Coast. Cardinal Health, Leggett and Platt, Chevron, Target, PepsiCo on the list. What's one that's interesting to me is the Federal Realty Investment Trust. So it's um it's a play on real estate. So now sometimes though when you get these dividend yields that are nice and attractive, like AT&T's, six point two percent, you do lose equity because Everyone knows that, you know, will they or won't they merge with Time Warner was the big question. Telling me that, you know, they need, they need content. And that deal's been dragging on for a long time. K 
Kimberly Clark, they make toilet paper. They've raised their dividend for 45 straight years. They make more than toilet paper, but uh, diapers and tissues aren't going. <laughs> Thank you. Diapers and tissues aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Oh, oh, I dropped my ring in the toilet. <laughs> it's that debate. <laughs> do you grab it or do you let it go? Depends on if you're in Europe or not. <laughs> Baxter International. I know, I know. Uh, Marriott. Baxter International. Uh, nice company. They make a lot of products that are in hospitals. Marriott International. They've increased their dividend nicely. So I like dividends. Are they as fun as Facebook, Amazon, Netflix? Uh, no. No, no, no. Uh, but I do like dividends. So, and... I gave you a pretty good clue there of where to start. The ProShares S&P 500 Dividend Aristocrats. And uh, you can find that um, on the internet. It's got a great ticker symbol, N-O-B-L, Noble. So and that's a list where you can take a look at all their... their I mean, these dividend aristocrats are, are companies that have been you know, making big bucks for years and increasing their dividends. It's not exactly a secret. So anyway, but that's a good area for you to do a little bit of homework and a little bit of research on if you so see it fit. Um, elsewhere, moving on, moving forward, right? Wells Fargo owes $97 million to California employees who didn't get breaks. Wells Fargo, <laughs> shame on you. It seems like Wells Fargo has had a Bit of a problem now for quite a while. Wells Fargo must pay $97 million to home mortgage consultants and private mortgage bankers who didn't get breaks they were entitled to under the state's labor laws. That bumps the damages for Wells Fargo well above the $25 million and it argued it, it owed the employees. So Wells Fargo is like, they're kind of like the bad boys right now. They seem to all be getting bad news like every year. Oh, wait, someone came in and opened up a bank account and suddenly they have a credit card with your, your company and they didn't sign any paperwork saying that they wanted a credit card? That's right. And, you, and your problem is, oh, no problem, no problem. Right? So that's out there. Lots going on. Um, other big stories of note in the news today. First time unemployment claims, um, really low again. So, and I keep noticing that the energy shares are, are guys who are rallying right now. Uh, the biggest energy and tech companies, but that's worrisome. Energy only it's a, it's only like sign number one, and you need to get fifty signs, kind of thing. So, it's, I'm not calling goose. Duck, 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 goose. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. Is that a sexualized game? King Chase Queen. When you have uh, put erasers on your head. So the person with the flattest head did the best. Oh, looked around the room. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, other stories out there of note. Electric Arts, maker of video games. Uh, they seem to have wild forecasts. They, they seem to swing from like boom to bust, depending on the titles that they have. Is it a year where Call of Duty's got a, you know, a passionate group again, or is it a year where people are like, "I'm so tired of that. We need, we need zombies. We want zombies." Um, 
And then there's that phenomenon of people who want to watch video games but not play video games. So you want to see the technology? I think there's something going on there. Uh, that's big business. Big business. Amazon runs one. Twitch. Twitch. We can watch people play video games all day long. Tell me that wouldn't drive your boss crazy. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. Tech companies and banks are kind of what you want to see lead a stock market. There's other ways of, of reading the future, but when banks do well, it, it's kind of reflective that they're lending money, and if they're lending money, then economic activity is going to happen. Banks aren't stupid. Banks not stupid. Stupid is stupid. You can't so fix Kim, stupid. Kim Jong-un is going to hang out with Donald Trump. Kim Jong-un is considered to be a very short man, and he wears razors. Risers in his shoes. I get the feeling. I get the feeling right now. Donald Trump is going to put a halt to building to the wall, and instead start building up the risers in his shoes, so he can look more tall. I'm the most tallest president ever, <clears throat> compared to that. That's going to happen, right? So there's a time and place for this meeting. It's going to happen in Singapore on June 12th. The meeting's been preceded by a flurry of diplomacy between the two nations. Singapore is a surprise choice. Mongolia Mongolia, and the Korean DMZ had previously been suggested. The demilitarized zone. <laughs> that would have been kind of cold and not very loving. Kim has repeatedly proposed talks with the world leaders about denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula, which was a precondition for talks with the United States. So that's kind of playing up out there. Remember a year ago, we were like, Oh, no, this guy has missiles that can hit the United States. Now, a year later, we're like, well, maybe we'll get along well. And heck, maybe they can make computers or something like that. Satellite equipment for us. Yeah, we have no problem. <laughs> you, we'll, we'll import your uh, uh, computers. That, they will that be probably won't hack on us. Fire, fury, and frankly, power. The likes of which this world has never seen before. Consumer prices are rising less than forecast. Not a lot of inflation going on out there. Uh, Tesla released a video recently that may be showing the Model Y. Um, it's a car being manufactured with a, a black uh, sheet on top of it. There's just a tease of a half-built, half-ridden, uh, uh, half-hidden under a sheet kind of thing going on. And now you're saying, wait, 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 wait. Didn't we just introduce the Model 3? And is that leaving consumers happier or crazy? And we're already starting to talk about a Model Y. Huh. That's what I have to say about that. Huh. Qualcomm announced a $10 billion share buyback plan. Um, a lot of people don't like buybacks. A lot of people like big one-time dividends. Um, some people like increases to dividends slowly. But Qualcomm saying, you know, we like our stock so much that we're going to buy another, you know, we're going to replace an old buyback program with a new buyback program and uh, a little corporate welfare going on, a little less tax rate. 
what else are they going to do with the cash? They're trying to buy NXP Semiconductor. Broadcom has said, we'll buy you Qualcomm, but Qualcomm's like, no, we don't really like you. You're too dirty. And you don't really know what it's about, right? I do know this. Black Panther's awesome. You want to know something else? I think I'm the only person on the planet who hasn't seen Black Panther. Well, you know what? You know what? They're making a Bill and Ted's 3. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Their music was supposed to change the world for better. We're going to learn that 30 years later, nothing changed. And they still have to go out. They still have to go back in time with their daughters this time and, and fix parts of history instead of with their girlfriends. Because now they're you know, dads and such. So anyway, I'm not crazy. It's coming out. I.E. Keanu Reeves can only do so many John Wick movies before people go, oh, I, I bet he doesn't die at the end of this one. You're darn tootin'. So Disney came out with numbers that showed just nothing but success, you know, driven by you know Marvel, which is superhero company that Disney bought for like a five pennies and a stuffed Mickey Mouse doll. Disney Studios pulled in $2.4 billion in the quarter. Oh, don't, don't let me shortchange them. $2.45 billion. And this quarter, Marvel's Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. It's not even, it's not even tacked in. Like, that's another billion, right? And then Solo's coming out. And then they may have a miss on their hands with The Incredibles too. It's not going to be a mess. But, and then you get the, 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 the little girl from Frozen. She's coming back because, you know, she's got to let it snow. She's let it snow. She's one with the earth and the sow or something. I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, that's coming, right? And then there's going to be remake after remakes and robot surprises for everyone. So Disney's kicking it. Their media and their networks pulled in $6.14 billion. Their parks and the resorts, $4.88 billion. Their movie studio, $2.4 billion. So their consumer and interactive, $1.08 billion. So, okay, so let's go back and say that one more time. The media and network, $6.1 billion. Parks and resorts, four point eight. The studio is two point four. So the studio is really a small part. It's a small part of, of what the media and the networks with ABC and ESPN and uh, all the Disney channels pull in. So the media and the network is still $2 billion more, a uh, billion and a half more than the parks and resorts. And the parks and resorts, they benefit from the media and the studio because now we've got Black Panther, which my son played Black Panther for Halloween last year. And I just want to congratulate him because he pulled off the Caucasian Black Panther look pretty well um, before you kind of cross into that mm, black leather suit dominatrix kind of thing that you just don't want to go especially when you're talking about kids are you out of your mind yeah 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 so cultural crossover hit my son <sighs> playing the part <laughs> a gender defining role a color defining role white panther Let it go. it's coming to Disney sooner than later I'm Rob Black talking all things financial Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I just talked a little bit about video games, and I want to throw out all the names because EA is not just the only one. 
And sometimes these guys have good years and sometimes they have bad years. And I think the bad years are the years that you should think about them. Electronic Arts, ticker symbol EA, Activision, Blizzard, ATVI. Sony is a player, SNE, but Sony's big. They're also into movies and television shows and other things, which may be something you want. Um, Nintendo is publicly traded, but a little bit tougher. Microsoft is publicly traded with the Xbox One, but, you know, when you're looking at that, you're like, ooh, I don't know. Microsoft is also Windows and Office and the cloud. So if you're looking for a pure play versus if you're looking for kind of something sexy. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Everyone likes sexy, right? Until zooby, zooby, you buy it and it goes down 50 points. And then you're like, hey, can you go put on something that covers up a little bit more? You're, you're not, it's, it's too sexy. You're hurting me right now. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. Go put on a mink coat or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mink coat. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I do not endorse the killing of little free bunny rabbits or bunny rats, or whatever they are, to make a mink coat. Robots are preparing to take over 200,000 jobs. What jobs do you think these robots are going to be taking over? Shall we play a game? God, I love that movie. I love a hacker. So, um, as a kid, like again, hacking then was a lot easier. But I was known as the Black Hack, or Black the Hack, and I had a friend who was... African-American gets color on his skin. He was known as the black act. And the two of us kind of, we did some, we did some dealings, but that was years ago. And I don't want to talk about it, but I will say this, the story ends. I did something pretty bad as, as a, not elementary, um, junior high, early high school. I'm not lying to you as a guy who had an alcoholic father who never wanted to disappoint. And you hear this, and your mom goes to the door. Who? Yeah, it's Detective Disney. I want to talk to you about your son. I'm like, wait, 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 what? Your detective, his name, I'm not kidding you, was Detective Disney. And um, that put an end to my hacking days. So basically I was told, do you want to squeal and give me more names? Because I was, I was low-hanging fruit. And I, I broke. The story. I gave him everything he needed. I gave him more. So I threw people under the bus. I was like, I'm not going down for a little black box uh, hacking into a Sprint satellite thing where we got free phone calls. Who am I even calling in ninth grade where I need international free phone calls? I gave every name I can give. I don't think I've ever told that story on air. Oh, snap. Automation has long been considered the harbinger of future unemployment. And experts have predicted that the widespread adoption of artificial intelligence, software, and smart machines could lead to thousands or even millions of people losing their job. The one area that a lot of people didn't think robots would move in and was construction. And that's one area where they're moving in. With a growing shorter la- uh, shortage of labor, we have to. 98% of huge construction projects end up going over budget, and the industry has proven resistant to technological upgrades. Um, earlier this year, the world of construction suffers... Uh, from productivity levels that haven't really gone up much since 1945. So to sum up, a lingering inefficiency seems to plague the industry. And who can work better than robots? Robot parade, robot parade, wave the so, flags. The robots are moving in. The number of AI-powered systems that could help alleviate the construction industry woes are currently in development. They include a mobile construction worker. Oh, I love it. 
Could you imagine the hot chick having a Diet Coke in front of a, a robot construction worker? Eyeballing her. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Uh, so there, there's gonna be a mobile construction worker as well as a mobile 3D printer, which are capable of adjusting to their immediate environment. Um, some critics are wary of the kind of intelligent automation because they view it as an attempt to replace human workers. While it's true that automated systems might cause some unemployment, it could also lead to the creation of new jobs that we haven't really needed before, such as providing maintenance for the automated systems. So robots are moving into construction because construction is one of those industries that needs to be disrupted. For years, if you've had a hammer, a hard hat, and a butt crack, they would put you to work on any construction project possible. And now they're going to go with smarter versions of you. Sorry to say it, but it's true. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Um, millennials are about to hit one of the largest inter- intergenerational wealth transfers in history. Right? Um, Wall Street is the press on the precipice of drooling heavy, in large part because we've never seen this much wealth going to this many people. Older millennials are approaching peak income, age, and baby boomers, the generation born following World War II, are set to pass on trillions of dollars of wealth in the coming years to the younger generations. So just in just three years, global millennial wealth will stand at $24 trillion. That's up from $7 trillion today. That's a pretty good growth spurt. Um, who doesn't like using the word spurt? Like, blood spurt from his neck everywhere. Whoa. Oh, boy. I like the way you say that. I need to see HR, I think. <laughs> I can't say that in a workplace. Um, water spurt out of the hose as Robert watered the flowers. So millennials are about to get $24 trillion in wealth when they're currently at $7 trillion, and that's over the next three years. Millennials are about to benefit from the largest intergenerational transfer of wealth. Um, so what should you do with that money, and how should you think about it? Uh, know that there's going to be multi-channel delivery. It's no secret millennials want access to their financials and on their mobile phone. Millennials also visit branches nearly twice as often as baby boomers and engage with a broker or agent three times as often. They want transparency. They're the least private uh, generation. They don't mind when firms collect data about their habits, purchases, and Google searches, so long as it translates into higher quality services for them. So that's a lot of money coming their way, isn't it? So um, when you interview someone to date, do you have rich parents? That's question number one. No, you've got blue eyes. Are those real? Um, And I'm talking about your eyes when I say are those real. Um, get your mind out of the gutter. And the next question is, do you have rich parents? Yes. Yes. Um, are they old or are they young? They're young. Oh, eh. next in speed dating. Um, you've got, are those real brown eyes? I like brown eyes. Or are they contacts? Oh, they're real. Ding, 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 ding. Um, are your parents rich? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Are your parents old? Ding, 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 ding. Yes, 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 yes. I believe it that some people marry for money. Yep. Um, bit of advice if you're on an airplane and you hit bad turbulence, and you're going to hit more turbulence because the way the planet's working right now and there's more planes in the air. Um, try writing your name with your left hand or your right hand, which is your non-dominant hand. So you hit the turbulence and you're starting to panic. Even though planes are 
well-organized and well-positioned to handle turbulence. No one plane in the world has ever gone down on turbulence alone. Um, now, they might have gone down because the plane cracked in half and everyone went, fell to their, their deaths from you know 36,000 feet um, and then fell into the water and sharks ate them all up, all up. Not trying to make you nervous right before you fly, but just in case. Airs, airlines are designed to withstand more force even the bumpiest flights can provide. But still, shaking and dropping through the air gets a lot of people freaked out. So try writing your name with your non-dominant hand because it accomplishes two things. It makes you focus on an unusual task instead of the turbulence, and it engages your motor function on the opposite side of your brain uh, than what you would normally do, disrupting the thinking. I like ideas like this because I'll try it today at lunch, um, and it just teaches you. Like, try to activate different parts of your brain. And as an investor, sometimes try to activate different parts of your investment scheme. Um, you know, Warren Buffett owns Bank of America. Is that good enough for me? Yeah. yeah. Now, should I do more work than that? Yeah. Um, you can't just say that. Do you see what I'm saying? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, you can always find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, and I want to talk about that. Apple has grown like crazy across nearly every dimension as revenues have skyrocketed. So has Apple staff company hired a hundred thousand people in the last 10 years. Can you imagine that a hundred thousand people bringing its global workforce to 116,000 from 18,000 back in 2016? Uh, one reason Apple's going to be around making money for the, in the foreseeable future is because how big their staff is. And at some point in time when they want to earn more money, they'll fire people. Apple is a money-making machine. In 2016, Apple's profit of $45 billion is far bigger than any other company, including Berkshire's Hathaway at $24 billion and J.P. Morgan at $24 billion. That's impressive. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. You do know me. I tend to tell you sometimes a little bit too much about myself. A little bit too much, a little TMI for sure. I know. Higher oil prices are a story today. Um, Markets are moving higher. But higher oil prices, Ooh. it's going to be a killer at some point in time. It shows worldwide demand, which is good on the one hand. But on the other hand, it also shows that you know there's going to be some inflation. Higher oil prices, gains in the Facebook, Amazons, Apple, Netflix, Google stocks. You have interest rates creeping higher. The word creep gets a bad rap, huh? When you say interest rates creeping higher, you're like, oh, that's that good use of creep. I know you're saying no. No. How I can say that. Thank you. So right now the market's holding tough. It's holding technical support levels on 50-day moving averages, on 200-day moving averages. It's interesting to note that the market narrative has shifted a little bit recently. We go with optimism to pessimism, back to optimism, peak earnings growth, pessimism. It's a very, very fickle narrative right now. Higher oil 
uh, good. Economy's working. Higher oil, bad. Inflation takes away that consumer perk that they got of that tax cut. So today, it's worth note that the financial information, economically speaking, not not amazing. Consumer price index is kind of a play on the producer price index. The producers, if they pay more for stuff, they tend to potentially pass it on to the consumer at some point. So consumer price index picked up uh, just ever so slightly. So you saw the CPI increase two-tenths of a percent. And sometimes you have to exclude food and energy because they can be a little bit more volatile in price. So that's out there. Ford is halting production of its F-150 pickup truck due to a fire at its plant. Um, Interesting. Ford does really, really well with trucks. Um, I would say if they could sell only trucks, they would sell only trucks. Trucks and SUVs, uh, big, big, big moneymakers for Ford. Intel's digging in for a big fight right now with NVIDIA over artificial intelligence. There's a lot of talk about artificial intelligence right now, and uh, I think maybe to, uh, I'll put together a tech show one day, maybe next week, where I talk only tech. Intel's still the biggest technology provider for servers and enterprise computing. Intel is the largest and most forceful player in the server and edge computing market. NVIDIA benefits from the headlines of artificial intelligence big time and you know, cars and autom- autonomous cars, uh, they're in there. But Intel wants to say, you know, we can unseat NVIDIA. We could do artificial intelligence better than they can. Isn't it kind of funny? Nerds fighting about artificial intelligence. But it's big business. Big business going forward. Some of the stuff Google showed uh, yesterday with their artificial intelligence moves. Pretty crazy. So if you get a chance to Google News and see their developers conference... uh, some of the YouTube videos that came out of it were pretty creepy. When your assistant talks to you and it sounds pretty darn human and makes a phone call for you and it sounds pretty darn human talking to another human, even though that human doesn't know it's being talked to by your Google robot. Google Television. There is a product out there called Android TV. Alphabet is hoping that it can, you know, uh, do well with this. Google Television pushed it aims to mimic the popular Android mobile operating system, especially in the way that it makes money without selling ads directly inside of the TV software. Google makes services it already has available, like apps and renting movies and watching YouTube more enticing. So big streaming bet with Android TV. Google first introduced Android TV in 2014, but it struggled to establish its hardware next to its own Chromecast streaming dongle. And it's already successful devices out there from Roku, who they're having a nice day today. Amazon as well. It's it's pretty intimidating, like the streaming boxes and streaming sticks. It's, uh... If your TV has apps in it, your TV probably has a processor. And your TV probably has a Wi-Fi connection. So sometimes it's good to go out and get the updated streaming stick from Google or the updated streaming stick from Roku. Because they've got the faster wireless internet standards. I was pissed the other day when I learned that uh, Comcast was giving me 400 gig speed or 400 meg speed. But they're like, oh, but your modem's so old that it's it's only working at like 
75 or something like that. I'm like, what? And you charge me for this? But it's, oh. I know, right? Hold it in. Hold, hold it in. Hold it in. You know what's amazing? There's an app out there called Robinhood. And I like it. It surpassed E-Trade when it comes to users doubling the number of accounts in the past year. Startup has 4 million brokerage accounts on its platform. It's uh, just announced more funding. It's valued the company Robinhood at $5.6 billion. So growing faster than others established firms out there. It's commission-free stock trading. It's launched about three years ago. In April, it rolled out cryptocurrency trading for Bitcoin and Ethereum. So Robinhood, is that going to be your play on investing in, in crypto? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.